0: This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to our sponsor, 223 Agency, a digital relations firm helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Well, hello everybody. This is Sue Dick, President and CEO of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Very excited for this podcast. Rodney Lewis is with us and Rodney is a Chamber Board of Directors member, uh, an active citizen within our community, born and raised here in Tallahassee. And Rodney, thanks for being with us today. For our listeners, maybe tell them a little bit about yourself personally and how you started your company.
1: Thanks, Sue. Rodney Lewis, with Architects Lewis and Whitlock, uh, happy to be here. Uh, did grow up here local, uh, stayed local. Went to Florida A&M University, because at the time uh, I graduated high school from Rickards High School. Uh, it was actually the center of excellence in the state of Florida for architecture. So decided to stay home and go to school. Five years of enjoyable time. Um, actually was able to meet my business partner there cam whitlock uh it's interesting we have this uh discussion near christmas because one of our first projects in school where we actually worked together was the fact that we were designing as a team project a installation for santa's workshop in governor square mall wow. so that was a good 32 years ago so wow interesting stuff
0: it is so so bring us fast forward to right now maybe um I know your footprints around this community, some phenomenal buildings. Maybe just kind of rattle off some current projects that you all are currently working on or might be in the marketplace here in the near future.
1: Uh, some interesting projects. We um, Waller Park, which is the west side of the Capitol. it's a project that has been in the office for about four or five years awaiting funding, and that is actually going to kick off in January. So it's the, it's the final component of the Capitol complex. And so we'll now have an entirely new area of plazas, uh, meeting space, and uh, function space around the Capitol. It's a very interesting project.
0: So for, for those listeners, that's actually, people may know where the dolphin fountain is, that plaza level?
1: Correct, correct. This is a, an ADA improvement. So when you've got the school kids or the senior citizens visiting Tallahassee and they wanted to see the Capitol. Right now, they're having to transverse 35 to 40 feet in elevation. Uh, So now there's actually going to be elevator shafts and bridges that will take you across to that upper level and west entry of the Capitol. So it's going to be um, iconic transition for that west side of the uh, Capitol.
0: Wow, I mean, Ronnie, that's 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 amazing, and I think even to go with the South and North Plaza that has taken place via Ajax J Smith's Company Constructing. I mean, that that's going to be an entire new look for our downtown area. So you also participated and did the design for the Jim Moran College of Entrepreneurship. Did you not?
1: Correct, correct. Great project downtown. Uh, having a presence downtown has just been really interesting. Uh, between Jim Moran, the Ballard building at 201, um, you know, we've got some work in 215, uh, South Monroe right now, uh, potentially looking at a few other projects downtown uh, that should be announced soon. Uh, so there's a lot of energy downtown. We'd just love to be involved in any of that.
0: Ronnie, what, what do you attribute that to, do you think? I mean, you've been here, you, you grew your company here, you've stayed here, you've obviously seen a lot of other places. I mean, Maybe just you, why do you think that is?
1: I just, you know, kind of what drives our company is creativity. So we set out from the onset to change the built environment in Tallahassee for the better, in our opinion, was to have things that are better designed, more creative, uh, maybe outside of the box. And, you know starting out early on, we were the young guys. We still feel like, feel like we are the young guys, so to speak, uh, but we're getting up there in age. Uh, but the fact that we surround ourselves, uh, Cam and I both with creative people and everyone wants to be able to tell that story or have a project tell the story and story driven design. And so people can uh, engage in that and, have, and be part of that. And I think our owners appreciate it. I think. The general public appreciates that effort, and yeah, it's it's an investment. We're all in.
0: Well, and I think it's it's evident. I think the culture you've committed to within your company. I mean, I, I I think you've recently had some talent recruitment take place. I mean, it's I think talent can pretty much go anywhere these days and work from anywhere they want. So maybe um, talk a little bit about what how that's been successful for you to create the culture that you have and. Uh, your new recruit, Amina, who is an international recruit, but maybe just talk a little bit about that.
1: Absolutely. It's, you know, once you reach a certain level in a a design studio kind of takes on a life of its own, so to speak. Um, You know, everyone's kind of working together. You're within the same area and it takes on a certain culture that you don't want to upset, but you do want it diversified. Um, So we want different ideas and we work as a group. We're not, often an office um, individually working on a project. We have interior, in, uh, in-house charrettes and things of that nature. So you wanna get everyone's different perspective, you know, so that that's, it's fun. We're an engaging group. Um, we've had, we have lost a few folks uh, in the past months, you know, relocations. Some of that is due to, to COVID and companies downsizing and um, spouses getting new jobs, I mean that has impacted us, but we have brought in, as you mentioned, Amina um, from Lebanon and it's, it's very interesting to bring in a different culture into um, a culture that we have established. But I'll tell you, the, the uh, conversations have been great. Uh, the food she brought to our Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, gathering here at the office you know everyone's asking questions so it's, it's very engaging and it's very interesting she is a uh, very creative individual we're looking forward to having her, her here and contributing to our projects
0: well and I think that's what's so unique about Tallahassee and I think we we see that with many businesses that we interact with the diversity the international appeal uh, that really is within our community I think the universities also help in that regard but and I would hope that we continue to see more and more of that as we move into 2021 in the future. Um, you brought up the, the COVID world word that we seems like it's part of our world. Um, how are you all, how are you and your partner and Cam and the company looking towards 2021? You know, we always like to ask the question how has COVID impacted 2020, but most importantly, how do you plan for the future and what do you kind of predict out or forecast out for?
1: I, yeah, a little hesitant with 2021, I think it's going to be interesting, you know, with interest rates being low and people continuing to borrow money and invest money. um, I think we'll continue to see projects move forward. We've been blessed with some larger projects in the past two to three years that have, you know, spanned some of this downturn and gap uh, in um, activity. We've had a few projects that have either been delayed or canceled because of COVID, and that's just part of the process. But it's it's been interesting. We've picked up some new design challenges, some custom residential, which is, you know always been kind of interesting because it, it's a design release for us, and we would only have one or two in the office set in a year. Within this past year, we've probably taken on seven different residential projects, and they're great uh, releases and a chance for us to have some creativity on a smaller project and a quicker project than most of our municipal projects.
0: I, mean, I think one of the recent ones, the the aging in place, what, what did you call it, the M&M house
1: over in Myers? We called it, it the M&M house after the, the our owners and clients. Um, it's interesting. Um, they're actually clients from the FAMU uh, School of Architecture. Um,
0: So they did, was that a redesign of their house in Myers Park or they wanted to add on or would they build a new house?
1: Actually a new house constructed Uh by uh, one of our chamber members, uh, Southern Standard Construction.
0: Great.
1: Um, So great, interesting house, trying to fit um, an aesthetic and a contemporary aesthetic into the Myers Park neighborhood which has really just some amazing um, mid-century architecture. In some of the older houses there. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, very cool. Well, I'll, have, I'll have to go by there and see it. Are they in? Is it complete?
1: They're in. It is complete um, and hopefully they're happily enjoying the uh, environment there in the neighborhood, the golf course and some of the other adjacent uh, amenities.
0: Cool. Okay, so I, I always love asking those who have been courageous enough to start their own business, um, what was the, if you can recall this, and you might not, you might have blocked it out of your memory as well, but if you could, uh, the one mistake or the one thing that you wish you had known when you first was starting this journey?
1: Interesting question. Um, You know, always was determined, uh, very determined to do um, what I am doing right now, but probably one of the biggest it's just the, the lack of understanding of what it takes to keep a business afloat you know as an employee you generally expect the paycheck it happens you know company makes money everything's fine but the, just the reality of some of the um, the nuances the overhead the impacts to actually making payroll on a monthly basis uh, makes me wish I would have stayed in that business school class that I was going to take as an elective at FAMU, but they were very serious about it. It It's like, wow, they're way too serious. That that program is an an excellent program, and we just didn't have the patience for it. We were looking for easy credits and a way to move forward. Thought we'd gather some knowledge, but it would have been worth it to stay in that uh, and understand that a little bit.
0: Well, and I think too, that is there, a, is there something you can back back to as, I hate to use the word failure, but we all, the biggest failure you've had and what you learned from it?
1: You know, I, I don't have a good one, honestly. <laughs> okay. um, you know, making good, either design decisions or business decisions, um, personal decisions, you kind of look back on all of that. And, you know, I, I probably one of the biggest failures I made early on was being so determined in my business plan and approach that I probably did not have a good work life balance, you know, with the kids and things of that nature. Cause you're growing a family and trying to grow a business at the same time, just in my age, cause we started our business, you know, when I was 30, and just getting the kids um, engaged, and so that, that to me, I um, you know, wouldn't consider it a failure, but maybe a missed opportunity of a better balance between just life and business.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of it for all of us is being able to recognize it, and again, as we look forward, because we we have years ahead of us, and we all we are all very. Competitive, and we want to keep doing things better. So, I think part of that is also how we keep looking towards the future, especially with what we've all been dealing with in 2020.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So, as you all uh, forecast out, and what uh, what does 2021 look like for for you all? I know we kind of touched on that on COVID, but you know, let's peel that off of it. Um, as you look to 2021 and really beyond. Um, do you continue to grow within the market and outside of the market or where do you see the opportunities that are out there?
1: Yeah, regionally, you know, our business is growing regionally, So we, we are reaching out to some other areas. That I wouldn't consider it a, a simple thing to do. It's an aggressive, um, can be sometimes expensive and a burden on a company, but we are looking to grow regionally. And um, whether that's, you know, in residential, whether it's in multifamily or whether it's in commercial or municipal, um, we have such a broad um, band or spectrum of projects and we're looking to grow that. So maybe not necessarily grow our our business in terms of the size of our business, because we're pretty efficient mid-sized firm, but actually grow our reach and take some of our expertise to some of the uh, adjacent areas. Mm-hmm.
0: And, if, and just closing out here and wrapping up a little bit, obviously, you were able to sell not only your company, but our community to the new talent that you recruited in. And so maybe, um, you know, you are a successful business owner along with your partners. And, and with that comes many, many great qualities. Um, for our community, I mean, how would you try and position our community and What are words of encouragement would you push out there as we go into 2021 and what you see the opportunities for our community to be in Tallahassee specifically?
1: I think it's, Tallahassee is a great place to live. Now, obviously I grew up here, I'm a little biased, but in terms of the opportunities here, they're continually increasing in my mind. Um, I think it's a great place to live. You see the commitment from, the city, in terms of the amenities, the public infrastructure, you're seeing that commitment. So, whether it's parks, whether it's the water service, the fire service, um, our TPD, which happens to be another great project that we're working on that uh, we hope to see in, in the coming years be built. So, I do believe that we have a community on the rise and we're going to see that in the next few years. We're going to maintain more talent in town. We're gonna have more creative people here, creative spaces and engagement. You you see it building. It's bubbling up to the surface. Yeah,
0: wonderful. Well, Rodney, thanks for everything you and your team. uh, And I love watching, looking at your projects. You all are very, very talented and continue to just enhance our landscape for our community. So thanks, thanks for your time today and thanks for, for everything you do for our community.
1: Thank you, Sue. Thanks to the uh, chamber for everything that you do for the businesses.
0: Thank you, Rodney.
1: See you soon. Thank you.